Are you ready now? I'm ready now. <laughs> Good evening. <laughs> We're back. We're back. <laughs> Welcome to our poor friends. I, we're calling this season two. Okay. Just so you know, like last year was season one. Yeah. The My Poor Friends was a pre-season. Yes. Got it. It was our prequel. It was our prequel. <laughs> this is season two. We are here. We are excited. It's the end of the summer. Yes. So we have, okay. We also just got back from our own summer vacation. We did. Yes. We went to Nashville. Yeah. Road tripped that shit. We road tripped that shit just like a couple of Clark Griswold. <laughs> So tonight we are going to do a review of National Lampoon's Vacation. Yes. But first, also before <laughs> you get started, yeah, just want to make sure everyone knows yeah. we've got a new logo. <gasps> yes, that's right. New logo. Yes. New web page. Shout out to you, Jamie for all of this. Uh, well. All I did was smile and nod. <laughs> love it. Looks great. I love it. Yes. In all fairness, I, I got to find out what like. Kiana. Kiana yeah. was our designer of our yeah. new uh, logo. She Fucking did killed awesome. It. Yeah. She killed it. Yeah. I, I've got to find out what she wants to go by so that I can like rep her. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll figure that out. Okay. Anyway. Okay, so tonight, uh, National Lampoon's Vacation, but before we start... A panicked version of Would You Rather, since uh, I completely fucking <laughs> forgot until five seconds ago. That's all right. So I don't take any credit for any of these questions because I didn't come up with any of them. You know, I think that... That's fine. Okay. Yeah, I think that's fine. Okay. Okay, so number one, would you rather okay. have to sit next to a crying baby on a long-haul flight or a chatty seatmate who won't stop talking? A crying baby. A hundred percent. I can put on some near noise. Like, noise-canceling earphones have come a long it's way. True. Yeah. But if someone's yeah. talking to you, I'm too polite to be like, will you shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up? up. Yeah. 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 Even though that's clearly my preference. Right. Is to just tell them to stop. But yeah, I won't do that. So yeah, yeah I, I prefer the crying baby. Yeah, I would too. Because I don't need to know your life story. Oh, God, no. I don't care. And I mean, I don't even mind like holding a crying baby. Right. I was going to say, yeah, like right. let's trade off walking the aisle. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And I'll, sorry, I have the hiccups. That's okay. I will have sympathy for a mom. Yes. I don't have sympathy for No, I'm looking for chloroform yeah. at some point. Yeah. Like I need you to go night, night. Yeah. 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 Okay. Would you rather take a train ride through the mountains or along the coast? Ooh, that's a good question. I, this is going to sound so dumb. I, and I've done both and I've loved both. I've never done either. What? No. I mean, Riley and I took the train to St. Louis, but like, wow. no, I've never done any kind of like. Okay. Like long train trip. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, like my longest train trip was a disaster. Really? I was going to Biloxi, Mississippi to visit my aunt and uncle. Yeah. God rest their soul. <laughs> Rip. I was there with my grandmother. Okay. Who was in a particularly rough cycle of depression. So oh. she was checked out, which I loved because sure. then I was up. You're just running I mean, amok. Yeah, amok. Yes. I'm eight yeah. years old. I, yeah. I can't get in trouble really. Right. It, I Yes, yeah. it was literally amok. But the train, like electrical system failed. In oh. Louisiana, oh. in a goddamned swamp, and I <gasps> sat sweat your balls off. Hundred and billion dollar no, degree, billion dollar, yeah. billion degree train yeah. in the middle of Louisiana swamp in the summer. It was miserable. Oh yikes! Okay, but back to your story. <laughs> back to your question. <laughs> now that I made it all about me, yeah, no, it's fine. Um, I probably would say mountains, and the me reason too. why is because like I get scared driving in the mountains. 
Oh, yeah. You know, like, yeah. we drove up to Pe- Pikes Peak. Oh, yeah, that shit's scary. I'm like, oh, God. There's no guardrail. There's why why no are we not investing guardrail. in a guardrail at right. least? And nowhere. Nowhere. Like, uh-uh. you go to Mount Rainier, there's no goddamn guardrail. You really? go to Mount Hood, there's no guardrail. Like, yeah. there's no goddamn guardrails anywhere. Yeah. It obstructs the view or whatever. I don't know. But I... So does my car tumbling down the mountain. Exactly. And if your brakes go out or whatever, yeah. like, that to me is terrifying. Yeah. So I would rather do... That train. by train yeah. and then drive along the coast because then you can stop whenever you want. Right. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah I will, I mean, I think the mountains would be prettier. I mean, I think the coast would be pretty too, but I think the view is just varying enough in the mountains that that's it's true. different. Well, and to your point, like driving along the coast, eventually you're like, eh, It's right. water. It's water. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, last one. Would okay. you rather spend a week camping in the wilderness or staying in a luxury hotel? Actually, I'm going to change that question to glamping. Like I'm gonna upgrade it. We're not we're not just fucking TP in this shit. Like I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate your uh, wanting to go glamping or at least. I mean, I don't want question. to. Yeah, I'm upgrading the question. Yeah. I uh, no, I'm definitely luxury hotel. Uh, right. Yes. Okay. No. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. I know we have friends that go glamping and they get a little cabin and yeah. it's very fancified. Yeah. And that's great. Yeah. Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> Especially at my age. Maybe oh. when I was younger, I might have chosen the camping. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I would have. The idea of it sounds fun for like a girls weekend when I see like those pictures of like the really nice like luxury campsites or whatever. And they're in like a little semicircle and, you know, for the girls and there's. Mm. Right. The, eh. the benefit to glamping is you don't have to worry about like drinking. Right. right. If you're with yeah. your friends, yeah. to your point, if you're staying in a tent, yeah. you just stumble into your tent when right. you're ready to go to bed. Right. So that's the one benefit yeah. to glamping. But because as we found in Nashville, yeah. <laughs> uh, we definitely, no, I got to tell you guys, Nicole <laughs> at one point was drunk at like 11 in the morning. I really was. I mean, we drank <laughs> our way through Nashville. <laughs> Also, can we talk about for just a second yeah. all the bachelorette parties? Fucking Christ. Like I, is I that is it like the capital for right. bachelorette parties? Is that where people go now? Do like do dudes still go to Vegas and the girls go to Nashville? Is right. that what they do? I can't believe the number of like bachelorette parties that at five or six o'clock were dancing in small tight yeah. dresses and drinking. Yeah. And by eleven o'clock they're still driving the strip. Yeah. And they look fucking miserable. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, like they regret their life decision. I would yeah. regret my life decision. You if bet your ass. Yeah. If yeah. that's what I was doing. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It was mind blowing to me. Yes. Uh, with that said, we, on the other hand. Yeah. We ate. Yeah, we did. Some of the best food. Yeah. We went to the Johnny Cash bar. Yes, we whatever. did. Yeah. And had lunch after I got drunk at our distillery Shocking. tasting. <laughs> and then she had another cocktail there. Yeah, I sure the fucking did. I just yeah. kept going. Then we went to the other bar. Yep. And I got that bar. milkshake motherfucker boozy thing that was yeah, so good. What was that thing called? I a don't. bushwhacker? Yeah, it was. was that it? That's exactly what it was called. Listen to you. I, it, I was too drunk to remember. What, I just remember it was like milkshake-like, <laughs> and it was fucking phenomenal. Do you think that's... We should look that up. Do okay. you think that's specific to just Nashville? I don't know. I'm going to look it up right now. Okay. Yeah, like, because it was so freaking good. Yeah, we... Bushwhacker cocktail. It was invented in 1975 at the Ship Store Sapphire Pub at Sapphire Village in St. Thomas. Oh, all right. It's similar to a creamy chocolate pina colada. Because everywhere we went had a bushwhacker. Yes. Every single place we went had a bushwhacker. Okay, let me look at the bushwhacker specifically for Nashville. 
It's got Kahlua rum, cream de cacao, and cream of coconut and was invented in um, St. Thomas. All right. So it's the same drink. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. But oh my God, so good. And people there, like every bar had one. Yeah. Oh, I bet it's all the goddamn bachelorette parties. Probably. Because Because they can't handle real liquor. Because they can't handle real liquor. (laughs) So they're just having boozy milkshakes the whole time. Which, let's be honest. I mean, that is a good way to spend your bachelorette party. Yeah. Boozy milkshakes with your friends. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the floats. It's, it's, yeah. It's the constant being driven around in the booming music and screaming and dancing. And then you're done screaming. That's, I don't think I would like that. No. Uh uh. What'd you do for your bachelorette party? I didn't have one. No, no, I couldn't drink. I was 20. Oh God. I remember I got married at like 15. So like, yeah, I couldn't even drink. Like some of the girls I worked with at farmland at the time, we went out to dinner and, but yeah, I couldn't even do anything. So I didn't have one. Do you remember mine? Yes. So your bachelorette party was the first time I'd ever had shots. Ah, I'd never had a shot before. You're welcome. Yeah, it was great. And I remember, um, vaguely Tracy Lampfear having to help me get up the giant goddamn never ending staircase into H and R block so we could try to get back to your house. And he put on lipstick. He that did. Night. I have that picture. I, I have a picture of him putting your lipstick back on. And I stayed the night with you because we were so fucking drunk. I don't remember that. Yeah. But that makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh I, we did shots of absinthe. Yeah. I remember that. We, yeah. we drank some absinthe. That was yeah. my first time ever having absinthe. We did a rock lobster shot. That's at the time. I don't even remember was, what that is. It, I just remember what it was called. It's like cranberry or raspberry or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, it might be cranberry. I remember it was red. And it's really good. Yeah. I I, the, I like a rock yeah. lobster shot. And at the time, if I'm gonna if I was gonna do a shot, yeah. that's what I would do. Yeah, because we were at the piano bar at Power and Light. Yes. Yeah. Because Mark will do like tequila shots. Oh. Right. So yeah. Mark and I had ours on the same night. Uh-huh. They took him to a bar and he ended up but it was within walking distance. He ended up going outside of the bar and peeing in the parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, maybe they didn't have indoor plumbing. I'm pretty sure they did. I'm pretty (laughs) sure they did. But you never know. So, Oh, my God. Yes. So our trip to Nashville was a success. Yeah. A a raging success. We had a lot of fun. We got permanent bracelets. We did get permanent bracelets. To commemorate our trip. And it's still, they're still on. Which yeah, really, it's been like, what, two weeks? Yeah, it's been two weeks. Yeah. And like, they're still on. I'm proud of us. I know, I am too. Like, I did Because they're very dainty, and I feel like we're not that dainty of, <laughs> of broads. So the fact that we've managed to keep these fuckers on has been a miracle. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yes. All right. So we're talking about National Lampoon's vacation. Yes. First of all, do you know what National Lampoon was? It was something in the 70s, wasn't it? It was. Like My, a comedy skit thing i think well it started as a magazine oh technically it started from the harvard lampoons oh yeah magazine and then it was a spinoff i had to google this because i did not know that okay i you know you've heard national lampoons like how many times or whatever yeah i had no idea what it's for so it was an american humor magazine that ran from 1970 to 1998 that oh i didn't know it ran that long right that's after i graduated high school yeah me too yeah it's not like i was I had no idea. Right. Me neither. Interesting. So apparently there okay. was this thing. Okay. Um, the film was a box office hit. Was it? It earned more than $60 million in the U.S. with oh. an estimated budget of only $15 million. Nice. And in general, it received positive reviews from critics, but we're going to talk about reviews here in a minute. Okay. Uh, as a result of its success, there have been five sequels produced. Yes. European Vacation, which I love. I love you. I love. I like most of them. The I, last couple, of, I wasn't a fan of. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 
Interestingly, so I loved European Vacation, of course. Then there was Christmas Vacation, yes. which is by far the best holiday yeah, movie ever. Yeah, and it's mandatory viewing in my house at uh, Christmas. Us too. Yeah. Vegas Vacation, which got a lot of slack, but I, I liked it. I thought it was okay. Yeah, yeah I, I liked enjoyed it. it. Yeah. Then Christmas Vacation 2. Oh, I haven't seen it. I haven't either. Did you know? I didn't even know it existed. Huh? I did not either. It was uh-uh. 2003. Oh. Right? Yeah, I had no idea. I did not either. And then just Vacation from 2015. Oh. I didn't know yeah. that either. Nope, haven't seen it. Okay. Yeah. So you and I are on the same page. Yeah. Like, European Vacation was awesome. Yeah. Christmas Vacation was fabulous. Yeah. Vegas Vacation was fine. Yeah. Haven't seen the Haven't others. seen the other two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, vacation is the only R-rated movie in the series. Really? That's what the internet says. He uses the F word in this movie. I, this movie is the only R-rated. Oh, this one is the only yeah, R-rated. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, okay. I was thinking. No, okay. the 2015. Yeah. No, 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 no. Okay. This movie is the, the original only one. one's the only one with an R rating. Really? But there are kind of a lot of titties. So we're going to talk about that I later. was going to say, yeah, hello, Christy Brinkley and Beverly D'Angelo. I know. Yeah. So yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Uh, Harold Ramis directed the film. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And in fact, when you watch the commentary, so if you buy it on the Apple, oh, you can include yeah, the I don't have commentary. commentary. Yeah. Um, it's him and Chevy Chase, and like they're all That's sitting awesome. around talking about it. It's pretty cool. Um, it was written by John Hughes. <gasps> God, we love John Hughes. No wonder it's fucking good. Right? I didn't know that either. I didn't either. So it, the original story was a short story about a family trip that him and his family took to Disneyland when he was about five years old. Okay. And it was called Vacation 58. So I'm assuming. Yeah, that's was, when they took it. Right. Yeah. And it was, I guess, disastrous. Oh, God. Yeah. And it was to Disneyland. I'm going to guess Disneyland <laughs> was closed. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> and that's what started the short story. And then they expanded upon that. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, it does star Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo, Anthony Michael Hall, and Dana Barron, who yeah. didn't do anything, I don't think, afterwards, I don't right? think she did. I mean, I looked on her IMDb just did to you? see. Yeah. She was like on an episode of 90210 and a couple oh. other things, but yeah. no, not really. Okay. Uh, okay. Clark Griswold. Yes. So Harold Ramis directed Chevy Chase before this in Caddyshack, which oh. I loved. Okay. I loved Caddyshack. Yeah. But- Harold Ramis said in that commentary that this was the perfect role for Chevy Chase and this was probably the best the actor ever did. Well, I was going to say, I feel like this is him. This is gold for him. Yes. Every single one of these movies, his acting is gold. Yes. Yeah. Richard Belzer, who I don't know who that is. Yeah. Robert Klein and Bill Murray were considered for the role of Clark Griswold. Oh. I was thinking about Bill Murray. Yeah. I don't think he would have been as good because no. he's not as clean It would have been cut. a different kind of, yeah. Right. Yeah, it would have been a different kind of comedy. But I say that, and like, you know, I think about him in other things. <gasps> oh. What? Or did you look up Richard Richard Belzer. Belzer, yeah. He was on one of the NYPD, like he was played a detective oh. on one of the cop shows. Yeah. He would have been bad. Yeah. That would yeah. have been a bad uh, bad choice. Exactly. Um. So, yeah, so I definitely think this was the role that was designed yeah, for. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Um, Maureen McCormick was considered for the role of Ellen. Who is she? Remind me who she is. Do you want me? Oh, look it up. Never you mind. I have my phone right here. Um, but Kim Cattrall was the original choice. Really? Mm-hmm. And, remember, and she would have been hot off of her porkies. And, and right before stint. Mannequin, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Which, that doesn't surprise me. She was an it girl at that time. Yeah. Oh, it's Martian Brady. 
Yeah, there you go. Maureen McCormick is Marsha Brady. Yeah. No, I would not have liked her in that. I don't. I wouldn't either because she's too buttoned up. She's uh-huh. too, so yeah. In, in all fairness, like, I, so here's my thing about Beverly D'Angelo. Yeah, I remember then, and I still think today that she is one of the best looking women. Oh, I think she's beautiful. She's gorgeous, and I love to listen to her sing. Me, do you know that before this, she was in the musical Hairspray? I mean, Hair. Oh, I did not know that. I didn't either. But I, I love that. that she sings in the movies. Yes. Well, yeah. so I guess that wasn't scripted. But oh. to pass the time, her and Chevy Chase would sing back and forth. So they decided to put it in the movie. That's hilarious. I know. I yeah. thought that was good. Yeah. But she really, I mean, she has an amazing singing voice. Did you ever see that Ally Sheedy movie made to order? Oh, yeah, but it's been a long time. Well, if you remember the fairy godmother was Beverly D'Angelo, and she, like, cusses and smokes through the whole thing. Oh. And she's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. I love her so much. Yeah. But do you know that despite playing their mother, she was only 15 years older than Dana Barron and only 17 years older than Anthony Michael Hall? Really? Yes. And I guess Anthony Michael Hall was on, like, Jimmy Fallon or one of those, whatever. Yeah. And said that during her naked scenes, he kept trying to sneak on set so that he could see her. I naked. bet he did. Fuck yeah. Her fucking tits are amazing. I know. If I had tits <laughs> like that, I'd never put a shirt on. And I have to say, as a woman with a larger areola, <laughs> yes. it made me feel good to yeah. see her boobies. Yes. With not these pinpoint areolas. Yes. Yeah. These little teeny tiny yeah. nipples. She had like in your face nips. Yeah. You go girl. Yeah. I loved her. Yeah. Um, I will say though that, well, we'll talk about the nudity. Okay. All right. You know, John Candy makes yeah. a relatively quick appearance. Yeah. Guess how much he was paid for that? How much? A million motherfucking <gasps> dollars. Shut your mouth. He's in like eight minutes of the film probably. Yes. A million dollars. So here's what happened. And we're going to talk about this in a little bit, so I might bring this up again. Okay. Okay, so there was a different ending of the movie. Okay. It was so bad, it tested so poorly. Oh, shit, they had to refilm it. They had to refilm it, and they were like, we have to hire John Candy. It's the only way that it'll save this film. And he's like, sure you do, and it's a million fucking dollars. Yes, ma'am. Oh, my God. Yes, ma'am. He got paid. Oh my god! A million dollars back then in '83 or something like that. Yeah, which is crazy. So anyway, yes, he got paid a million dollars. Wow. Okay. Emma Jean Coca. Yeah. (laughs) Aunt Edna. Aunt Edna. She originally turned down the part because she didn't think she could portray a mean character. Oh, because she was a comedian, right? Even during filming, she was often concerned that she was being too mean to her fellow castmates. That's so sweet. I know. Because she is a rock. Oh, she is a mean, mean old bitch. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Um, In real life, she was afraid of car travel. Oh, my God. Right? And then here she's doing this. Right. Car travel? But she was old. Like, Well, I'm sure that's maybe part of it. Is yeah. like She was probably from a generation that didn't do Did that kind of thing. I trains and... Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Trains through the mountains. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, So other appearances include Eugene Levy. Oh, and I forgot he was in it until I was rewatching it Uh, today. Me too. Yeah. Christy Brinkley. Yeah. It is her film debut. Oh, it is. Yes. Up until that point, she'd been a fairly popular model. Yeah. But she had not been in any feature films. So this was her first feature film. Interesting. And Jane Krakowski's first feature film. Wait, I totally missed her. Where is Jane Krakowski in that movie? Uh, she's cousin Vicky, the one that her- Shut the fuck up! I shit you not. Yep. 
Oh my, I didn't even realize that. It is the cinematic debut of Jane Krakowski as cousin Vicky Krakowski, who was 15 years old at the time of the film's release, had previously appeared in a TV series, but this was the first movie of her career. I am blown away. I had no idea. Yeah. That, that was her. Yeah. And her side ponytail. I know. <laughs> I, I thought she was. Daddy says I'm the best. Yes. Everyone does that. <laughs> yeah, but daddy says I'm the best. Oh, <laughs> he probably shouldn't. Yes. Date. Oh, God. See, I've got the hiccups. <laughs> this is going to be sad. Daisy, who is Cousin Eddie's tongueless daughter. Oh, yes. Was played by Harold Ramis's actual daughter, Violet. Oh, cute. I know. I thought that was cute. And here's something I'm going to interject in real quick that cracks me up about these movies is that Cousin Eddie and Catherine never have the same children. Oh, no, that's like the whole shit. Yes. The whole goddamn movie. Yes. I know. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um. Robin Williams was considered to play Cousin Eddie. <gasps> he would have been good, too. I I agree. But I'm curious so, how different that would have been from Randy Quaid. Well, because what we find out later is that Randy Quaid's off his fucking rocker in real goddamn life. Oh, yeah. So for sure. I think that he was probably off his rocker back then, oh, too. Sure. But it was just this, oh, he's just a little weird, eccentric person. Where So, it would, so yeah, yeah, Robin Williams would have been different yeah yes and it, it makes me wonder like how different he would have played the character yeah um but i mean we've seen him be a normal character right you know what i mean right but um what randy quaid really brought to cousin eddie was that, that uh-huh click. yeah and they talk about it in the dvd commentary and so losing that would be yeah i mean there are things that randy quaid does that are so good that it would be hard to imagine Robin Williams. Yes, because he's so deadpan in a lot of this exactly. stuff. Exactly. Like when and he's grilling. Yes. The fucking hamburger helper hamburgers. Yes. Like I can't see Robin Williams being that deadpan about it. I don't either. I think he stuff. would have been more slapstick about it. Yeah. Not yes. that that would have been bad. Right. Just it different. just would have been different. Yeah. Exactly. Different. Yeah. Um, Anthony Michael Hall was 14 years old. Oh. But he got taller throughout the movie because he was going through puberty. Oh. So if you notice at the beginning of the movie, he's shorter than Beverly D'Angelo. By the time you get to the end of the movie, he is taller than oh, Beverly Oh, I hadn't even noticed. D'Angelo. Yes. I think was this his first movie? I don't think it was his first movie. Here, I'll Google it while you're doing other stuff. Well, I, I can. I feel bad. I can't Google something. I'm going to guess it is. Oh, yeah, it was. He started acting at the age of seven, and his breakthrough role was Rusty Griswold in National Lampoon's Vacation in 1983. Nice. Yeah. You know, and where I really love Anthony Michael Hall, because he's been in so many things. Yeah. And he was, like, yeah. this young kid in so many things, and I think he's like, was just fabulous. Yeah. Of course, like, I, I loved 16 Candles. Oh, yeah. I loved Breakfast Club, but my favorite Anthony Michael Hall was Weird Science. Did I have watch? never seen it. Damn it. Yeah, I know. I know. I've not seen it. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. Let's see what else do I have. Oh, so Eugene Levy. Yes. He was, of course, the um, car dealer, which yeah. is interesting. Um. What's funny about that was that Harold Ramis at that point had always considered him as like the shifty character. Oh. Which now that we've seen him in like uh-huh. shifty and stuff like that, I don't think of him that way. But right. at the time, I th- like that... Harold Ramis is like, he makes this expert shifty character. Yeah. But Chevy Chase calls him one of the funniest people he's ever known. Really? Yes. I mean, I think he's fucking hilarious. Oh, I do too. And I think his and son Dan, is hilarious. Oh, yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, and I love the Eugene Levy, Catherine O'Hara, because oh, they have such yes. a, you know. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So 
do you know, and this is what I got from the internet, so I'm not 100% this is true. Okay. But it's in the internet, so it has to be true. Yes. What does the W in Clark W. Griswold stand for? Oh, I have no idea. Wilhelm. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> Clark I, Wilhelm Griswold. Right. Because oh you hear God, it all the time. Hilarious. Yeah, because he always says, Clark W. Griswold. Yeah. Yeah. Filming began on July 5th, 1982 in Boone, Colorado, which Boone is the actual location of, it's right outside of Pueblo, Colorado. Okay. okay. And it's the location of Catherine and Eddie's farm. Oh, so okay. So for those of you who think that Kansas is the only fucking flat place right. for a farm it like is that, not. it is not. Yeah. That was Boone, my friends. Yeah. Um, it only lasted 55 days. But wow. if you think about, so they drove across, from Chicago. Well, yeah. and not them, the production company. Oh, the production company, yeah. They drove through Missouri, yeah, Colorado, Utah, and uh, Nevada. Yeah. In 55 days in July. Fuck. I guess it was so miserably hot uh-huh. that at one point, Imogene... Aunt Edna. Aunt Edna. Yeah. I can't remember her last name. Anyway, Imogene, what, Aunt Edna. Yeah. She, they believe that she had a mini stroke <gasps> because she lost her memory at one point. Oh my God. She didn't remember. She almost for real died in life. Yeah. She didn't remember like her lines. Oh She shit. couldn't like remember anything. And so she had to go off with her husband and they spent like three weeks with her relearning her lines. Oh my God. Isn't that crazy? That is and crazy. they attribute a lot of that to, to the heat. To the heat. Wow. Yeah. Um, one of the things that they talk about in the commentary that I think now that I've gone back and watched it is yeah. fucking hilarious and I never noticed it before. You know how they're talking about getting ready to go on the trip and they're washing dishes? Yes. First of all, did you know the kitchen is a bunny theme? I didn't notice that, but I was super irritated that the fucking dishwasher was open and they're cleaning their dishes. They weren't even cleaning their dishes. What do you mean? During the scene when, where Clark and Ellen are washing dishes, Chevy Chase points out in the DVD commentary that he never actually washes the dishes. Beverly D'Angelo would wipe the food off the plate, hand the plate to Clark. Clark would dry the plate and put it back on the shelf. Oh, my God. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I didn't either. I couldn't quit staring at the gaping open <laughs> dishwasher, and I didn't even notice that it was a bunny-themed fucking kitchen. Mm-hmm. Oh, and my God. So now you have to go back and watch it because yes. you have to watch because. As I was watching it, I was like, oh, my God. All she's doing is scraping the food off, and he's drying it and then putting it back on the shelf. Oh, my God. And Jace is like, I always thought that was hilarious. Oh, but Nobody my ever God. notices it. Yeah. I'm like, nope, nobody ever notices it. All right, Catherine and Eddie, who yes. arguably might be two of the best characters yes. out of this, even yes. more so than Clark and Ellen. Yeah. No one in the film even knew how Cousin Eddie was related to the clan. We never really did a family tree on Cousin Eddie, said Matt Simmons, Maddie Simmons. They finally worked out that Ellen and Catherine, which is Eddie's wife, were yeah. cousins. Yeah. Simmons jokes that they would never have Eddie and Ellen be directly related so that Eddie could be yeah, terrible. Oh, my God. Um, the Catherine and Eddie family were the results. Oh, this was funny. In the DVD commentary, there's like a fucking fly falling It's around. a gnat or something, it's yeah. It's pissing me off. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so remember when he asked for $52,000? Yeah. With an inflation rate of near 3%, the $52,000 Eddie mentioned needing in 1983 would be worth how much today? Girl, I don't fucking know. I can't do that $137,000. Wow. The $500 that Clark gives to Cousin Eddie is worth more than $1,300 today. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a lot of money. 
Wow. Um, that scene, those scenes yes. at the farm are some of my favorite. Yes. When he asks Clark if he wants a cold one and then he hands him the beer he's already drinking and opens <laughs> the brand new one for himself. My favorite is when she's stirring the Kool-Aid and she has her With whole With her whole fucking arm in it. She's, she's up elbow deep in that bitch. And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And Clark's like, can I help you with that Kool-Aid, yeah. and please? And she's like, no. Yeah. I'm oh good. my God. I, everything about, everything about yeah, that scene. it's great. I would say that probably that little piece is like yeah. my Yeah. Well, when favorite. the, when Dale, whatever the boy cousin's name is. I have no idea. And he's asking Rusty if he's ever spent, because Rusty's like, what do you do with these magazines? I'm like, oh my God. He's, they're like, yeah. Well, oh, they're so great. Especially because AJ is right at that age. Oh yeah. So I'm just imagining him and yes. his friends having these same kind of conversations, yes. right? Yeah. Mm. Um, There were five total trucksters, the station wagons. Oh yeah. So that was really like, it was based off a real model, but it was they were made specifically for this movie. Okay. And there were five that were all outfitted for filming that were in various like states of disrepair of disrepair. <laughs> um, so if you remember, yeah, the family truckster gets launched. Yes. Right. Yes. Road closed. Doesn't yes. pay attention. Launches yes. that motherfucker. All right. Several of the crew members had made bets against second unit director Dick Zyker that he couldn't jump the car more than 50 feet. So they drew lines in the sand to measure how far he could go. He ended up winning the bet as he jumped the car more than 50 feet. And is that why Rusty says, oh my God, that's great. Yep. That's That's exactly why Rusty says that. Yeah. Uh, The damage that happened from that was more than they expected. Really? Because I guess it was like a a nosedive. It looks like a nosedive when it hits initially. Yeah. Yeah, they weren't expecting that. Oh, shit. Well, what cracks me up is when the airbag goes off. Yes. It looks like a fucking trash trash bag. bag. (laughs) It's a trash bag. I'm like, that shit's not going to save anybody. Oh, my God. So in that scene, if you remember afterwards, then, of course, the um, Anthony Michael Hall and Chevy Chase sit down to share a beer. Yeah. The beer can was empty. I don't think that's true. That's what Anthony Michael Hall said. He said it was empty. I don't think it was empty. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think they drank that. I think he's still trying to cover for Chevy Chase because he was an underage. He was a minor. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah. 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 Um, well, speaking at the end of production, Chevy Chase gave Anthony Michael Hall a signed photo that said, Michael, no moss, no moss. If you're going blind, you're doing it right. What the hell does that mean? Well, what do you go blind from? Oh, I assume. I assume. Interesting. Right. I, I assume. What does no moss mean? Uh, no more. Oh, my mm. God. Mm-hmm. Like he's insinuating. Yeah. He's alleging that Michael... Anthony Hall got a hold of those fucking magazines yeah. and really learned how to get after it. That is indeed that what, what it seems like. is hilarious. Okay. Trivia question. Yeah. What is the body count of this movie? What do you mean by body count? How many bodies? How many people died? Died? Oh, well, obviously Aunt Edna, the dog, died. Okay. So it's two. Yeah. Do you know Chevy Chase adopted that dog? No, that's yes. so cute. The dog's name was Tinky. 
and Chevy Chase adopted Dinky after filming was That's completed. so cute. I know. I thought that was adorable. Oh my god. And I guess, you know, that 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 scene of yeah. dragging the dog. Yeah. I remember being a kid and watching it. Oh yeah. And I didn't get it at first. Yeah. And yeah. someone had to explain it to me. Yeah. And then I remember being horrified. horrified. Yeah. Like the thought of this poor little dog trying to keep up with this car yes. that's doing fifty five miles an hour. Well, yeah. and the fact that it by the time you figured it out, yeah. like there wasn't even a carcass left. Uh-uh. Whatever, uh-uh. it like it was dad, dad. Yeah, like that was. But I guess so. Chevy Chase and I can't remember the guy that played the um, cop, but he's some, yeah, he's someone. Okay. Um, I guess they were laughing so hard because you can tell Chevy Chase is like fighting back uh-huh. tears. Uh huh. But even the cop was like just dying so bad yeah. because it was such a fucking funny scene. Oh God. I I would venture to say that that is definitely one of the funniest scenes yeah. in a movie ever. Yeah. Okay. Not to get real here for a second. Yeah. The St. Louis scene. Yes. The East St. Louis Yes. Scene. So Harold Ramis says in the DVD commentary that the scene where the Griswolds get off at the wrong exit in St. Louis and get lost in the hood was one of the most politically incorrect sequences he ever shot. Mm-hmm. He really wasn't proud of shooting it. He oh, said that if interesting. he did a movie today, he definitely would not have filmed it that way. Yeah. Um, but here's my thing. Yeah. We're from Kansas City. Yeah. We have areas of the hood, especially at that time, there were areas of the hood that yeah. like, you don't drive through. Yeah. Because if you do, your your shit's yeah. getting stolen, you're getting yeah. jacked, something's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Um, I remember when I moved to Seattle for a while and I asked, where are the areas that I cannot right. drive at after dark? And right. they're like, what are you talking about? Oh. It is very clear to me, like... If you're from the Midwest yeah. and you're in a major city. Yeah. There's always an area. There's areas like that. I mean, yeah. When Ryan, yeah. Keep going. Sorry. I don't want to no, cut you off. No, a hundred percent. Yeah. Like I have taken wrong turns yeah. in St. Louis yeah. and ended up in a neighborhood that I was like, okay, let's lock the door. Yeah. When Ryan and I went to St. Louis, I think she was, it was before COVID. So it probably was her junior year. We took the train, her and I just were doing a girl's weekend. Oh, nice. So we didn't have a car. Yeah. And- my plan at that point, my whole point of it was teaching her how to be an independent traveler yep. without her dad. Yeah. And we're not great big travelers to begin with, but I wanted her to be comfortable knowing she could figure out public transit. She could do it on her own. Yep. So our plan had been to use their public transit the whole time we were there. I'm not great at reading maps. <laughs> Newsflash. My child is excellent at it. Yep. I am not great at it. But we got on the public on the public transit and we're crossing the river and I internally went into a full fucking sweat. Cause I'm like, we are not supposed to cross the river. And at the whole time I was just like, we're fine. Like we're fine. We're fine. Cause I didn't want her to fucking panic. Of course. You know what I mean? And so we get off and it ends at like a Metro bus type station. So now your option is to get on a bus. And I'm like, I don't fucking know where we're at. And I don't fucking know how to get us back where we need to go. And we had to get off of it. It was the end of the line. Mm -hmm. And so we get off and I'm walking up to this thing and this younger black guy stops me and he's like, do you know where you are? And I was like, absolutely not. I'm like, this is what I'm looking for. And he's like, I need you to get in an Uber right now. And I'm like, fuck me. Fuck me. Yeah. And he's like, I need you to call an Uber right now. Yeah. And he's like, don't write public transit here. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then we got, we got in an Uber and we had a female Uber driver and 
she was driving us back over the river and she's like, what are you doing? And so I'm telling her like, we're here. and it was during a fucking government shutdown. Hello, Hello. again. Yep. Um, and so we couldn't do the arch cause it was fucking closed, <sighs> like all these things. And so I'm like, oh, you it's know, your very own vacation. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know, we're trying to find these things and we can't do this stuff. And she's like, you, she goes, you're from Kansas city. Just like what you said, you know where you can't go in Kansas city. Yeah. I'm telling you, you can't go here. You only ride in Ubers now for the yeah. rest of this vacation. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. And I was just like, motherfucker. And I remember texting Jamie like, okay, don't panic. You don't need to drive to St. Louis. We're fine. Yeah. We're going to figure this out. Yeah. But I'm going to rack up some money on the credit card because I'm doing Ubers the entire time we're here. And that wasn't planned for and it wasn't budgeted for and all those things. Yeah. So yes, you definitely from the, so it's interesting to know because I've never lived obviously anywhere but the Midwest. Yeah. It's interesting to know like the Pacific Northwest doesn't have that. Doesn't That's have not that. a fucking thing. No. You know, well, New York's got it. Oh, uh, I. Yeah, but New York at this point has been so gentrified. gentrified? I yeah. don't know that it exists anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was trying to think back. You know, my parents lived in Atlanta for several years and we would go there and visit. Yeah. I don't ever remember wandering into a neighborhood I shouldn't be. I'm sure yeah. there might be those types of yeah. neighborhoods. I don't know. But if you're in the Midwest. Yeah, there for sure are. Because mm -hmm. I... I I 100% am yeah. sure that there are those neighborhoods yeah. that you just don't go into. Yeah. At, at least I know that. Well, and I remember, I mean, my cousin going to college in Springfield. Mm -hmm. There were some fucking white trash neighborhoods you did not catch yourself in because right. you it wasn't safe. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so I thought that was interesting because I get where Harold Ramis is coming from. But on yeah. the other hand, if you are like, like, like honestly getting lost and wandering yeah. into the hood yeah. of a city yeah. is 100% something that could happen. Yeah. Now, depicting it to be all black people yeah, that stealing was not shit, cool. That yeah. Like they're cool. literally stealing the hubcaps right. off your car while you're asking for directions. Exactly. Yeah. I get it. But, but I also like, on the other hand, it's like, okay, that's, it, it's a touchy subject it for is. sure. So. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, Dodge City, Kansas, where they go, is a totally made-up city. <laughs> uh, I didn't yeah. know if you knew that. Um, wait there, wait a minute. There's no Dodge City? There's a Dodge City, Kansas? No. That's what they're saying. It's the the, the city that they use. Oh, the city that they use. I thought you were saying, like, in real life, there's no Dodge City, Kansas. And I'm like, no, no, there's a Dodge City, Kansas. No, no, no. So the city that they use was all back lots. Oh, so, so I got you. I got you. Because you know how they kind of portray it as looking like a... Uh, like Wyatt Earp. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, it is. Okay. I'm with you. Yeah. Exactly. Um, the sheriff yes. is Richard Dreyfus's brother. Really? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Interesting. I thought so, too. And he's a marshal, thank you. Is he? Because he gets pissed off at Chevy Chase. He gets pissed uh, off at Clark for calling him a sheriff. And he's like, I'm a marshal. Like, <laughs> calm the fuck down. That's right, You're that's also right. not Wyatt Earp, so calm down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was shocked. Interesting. I know. I I was shocked when I was like, wow, I'm surprised that was Richard Dreyfuss' brother. Yeah. Um, And I'm surprised, like, I'm pretty sure this has to be the last thing that he ever did, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he's yeah. not like, okay, good. Glad to hear that. Um, The nudity. Yes. So originally the producers wanted Christy Brinkley to appear fully naked in the film. What? Yes. She refused. Good for her. So the compromise they reached was where she stripped down to her bra and panties before jumping in the pool. Beverly D'Angelo, on the other hand. She was like, I got great tits, bitches. You're going to get to see Indeed. Them. Yeah. I, I got to be honest. Like yeah. if I was Beverly, I might just show yeah. those suckers I off. I can sing and I got a great fucking rack. I've got what a great it? rack and yeah. I can sing. <laughs> you might like, never mind. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Like we don't have to get into that. But I was surprised. Yeah. I was super surprised. Yeah. 
I, I, because I, I, Beverly D'Angelo, I think she appears t- topless twice. Once in the shower, because oh, she just yeah. turns around. Uh-huh. And then yeah. once when they jump into the pool. Yeah. I was surprised at that. I yeah. did not expect that much nakedness. Nudity. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the um, character of Roy Wally. Oh, yeah. Was based on a combination of the brothers Roy Disney, Walt <gasps> Disney, and Roy's son, Roy Edward Disney. Okay. I guess. I could see that. They, like, even the thin mustache came yeah. from one of them. Try to know that. Interesting. The theme park that served as Wally World was actually Six Flags Magic Mountain in Valencia, California. Oh. The roller coaster, referred by Clark as the Whippersnapper, is actually called the Revolution. And it was the first roller coaster to have a 360-degree vertical loop. Oh. I know. Um, so I mentioned the heat and how bad yeah. the heat was. Yeah. Um, when Clark and Rusty are racing to get to Wally World's entrance, entrance in slow motion to the theme music and Chariots of Fire. Yes. I guess the outdoor temperature was 104 degrees <gasps> and the pavement registered hotter than 130 degrees. Oh my God. After so many retakes, they finally had to send Anthony Michael Hall to be treated for heat stroke because he got so hot. Holy shit. Isn't that insane? Yeah, that's insane. Also, can we talk for a second about the fact that Clark's wearing some pretty short Short shorts. And they look good on him. They do. He's got great legs. Yeah. But but we're talking, this was like Magna P.I. Yeah. Yeah. They were short. And it was funny because it's the first time in the movie you see him in shorts. Yeah. Which makes sense now that you're hearing how fucking ungodly Uh, hot it was. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. All the cast members had terrible experiences when it came to filming the scenes inside Wally World. Uh, where they rode all the roller coasters and other rides. In the commentary, Chevy Chase mentions that many of the rides made him and the other cast members vomit, especially since they had to ride them so many times for all the different retakes. God, that'd be horrible. And remember, like, they thought they were done because they filmed an ending, and then they're coming back to do this one. Dana Barron mentioned in the commentary that the coasters made her so sick, she finally had to take motion sickness pills to get through them. Oh, my God. She said she would pass out on nearby benches between takes at times. Um, and the heat on top of it. Yeah. Anthony, Holy shit. hundred percent. Anthony Michael Hall says that when you see him looking scared or looking nauseous, he really is. It's because they were really scared or nauseous. Wow. I know. Isn't that awful? Yeah, that is awful. Okay. Originally Hughes concluded the torturous Griswold vacation by depicting Clark driving to Roy Wally's home, busting in shooting him in the leg and then forcing Wally and his cohorts to sing and dance at gunpoint. Oh. That was the original plan for the ending of this movie. Oh. Griswold was then taken to jail. Ramis shot it as written, but test audiences uh, on the Warner lot proved what Hughes suspected that a home invasion wasn't going to play well on film. Yeah. He rewrote the ending. The Griswolds enjoy their own private bloodless Wally world experience. Uh-huh. And Ramis hired candy to play the security guard for the reshoot. He, However, did use the family hostage situation yeah. in one of his other films. Yes, he did. Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. Indeed. And it played out so well. And it was fantastic. Yeah. One last thing that I thought was kind of fun. Yeah. So when you see Wally World, yeah. it's all paintings behind the actors. Yeah. They're all matte paintings behind the actors. Okay. Like, even though they're supposed to look real, they're not. Yeah. Um, the original matte painting of the entrance to Wally World 
now hangs in the office of J.J. Abrams at <gasps> Bad Robot Productions. Really? Isn't that cool? I don't know that's why. That's really cool. I mean, can you imagine that as a Zoom background? Yeah, that's really cool. I don't know why I thought that was so cool, but I did. Yeah, that's super cool. Um, so it received highly positive reviews from critics. On average, uh, the Rotten Tomatoes, it holds a score of 94% based on 48 reviews. Okay. Um, the stars, the site's consensus read. Blessed by a brilliantly befuddled star turn from Chevy Chase, National Lampoon's Vacation is one of the most consistent and thoroughly quotable screwball comedies of the 80s. Metacritic reports a 55 out of 100 rating based on 13 critics. And CinemaScore gave the film an average of C plus on an A plus to F scale, which isn't bad. But, yeah. I mean, a 94 on Rotten Tomatoes is pretty good. Yeah. Premiere voted this movie as one of the 50 greatest comedies of all time mm. in 2006, which I don't know that I would go that high 50 because yeah. there are, again, yeah. I would put Christmas Vacation above this one. Yeah. I would almost even put European Vacation, vacation above this one. It, yeah. Yeah. Only because I think it's a little funnier, but I will yeah. say like the arc the iconic roles of Anthony Michael Hall yeah. and some of the like Eugene Levy. And, right. Like, those were so good. Um, these show up in IMDb every once in a while. So I'm going to say this. Okay. It was included among the American Film Institute's 2000 list of the 500 movies nominated for the top 100 funniest movies in America. <laughs> oh my God. Nominated, like it didn't win shit, but it was on this really expansive list right. of nominations. It might have won. It could I have. I didn't yeah. look that up. Oh my! But God. I love it when they when they do that like they weird that. random thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then one last thing. Yeah. Lindsay Buckingham. I was hoping we were getting to this because I was like, if she doesn't say this, I have to say it. The Holiday Road. Which yes. Is such an iconic yes. song. I you cannot yes. think of this movie without the theme yeah. song. Uh, it rose to number 82 on the Billboard's top 100 I didn't realize it went that high. Okay. Thanks to this movie's popularity. Fucking love Lindsay Buckingham. I know. And I love that song. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. And it's good. in every one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. Shout out to Lindsay Buckingham. I know. That is all I have. Yeah. You did great. There was some fun. It was. And our road trip was not. No. Nearly it, that. No. Eventful. Eventful. Nobody yes. died. Nobody died. Nobody's no dog died. Animals were harmed. No, we made it there and back with our vehicles in one piece. piece. <laughs> and you said that. I was like, oh, yeah, no, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, there were no major fights, which was nope. good. Nope. I didn't murder my husband. Nope. Um, my, my credit cards were pretty beat up. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's going to take a minute to recover from that, but that's fine. <sighs> yeah, we didn't have a register to steal out of like he did. You know, because he the left thing. the check. Well, and <laughs> at that time, yeah, they're just like now I can access my money anytime yes. I need to, right? Yes. Someone can Venmo me and I've got money. I've yeah. got virtual cards I can use. Like, yeah. I always, always, always have available access. Right. I cannot imagine yeah. being in that situation. I've just been extorted for the last $500 cash I have. Yeah. All my credit cards I had to mark as lost stolen, and now yeah. I have nothing. Yeah, and I'm I trying mean, to get this check cashed. Right. Mark and I even have credit cards that some of them are in his name and some of them yeah. are in my name. Just, just because so yeah. things like this don't happen. Yeah. And, like, I've got, like, four different debit cards. So if I need to transfer right. to a different debit card, I can. Like, this idea of getting, like, I think yeah. when I was a kid, this was my biggest fear. Oh, Not my yeah. Big, 
Yeah. Really, I was scared of a lot of things. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I was always terrified that like this. God. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I you need peanut heck. butter. I know. I, oh. That's the thing oh. you learned on our road trip is that peanut butter cures your hiccups. God. That's right. So one last story before we wrap up. <laughs> so let me tell you that we decided to stay at a hotel near the Opryland. Yes. Um, which was honestly worked out great. It was yes. right by the highway and yeah. a lot of restaurants around it. Yeah. We had free parking there. Like it, we it, had a little shuttle thing that took us downtown. That's yeah. right. Then we would ride the shuttle downtown. Yeah. Which, oh, that was just, a trip. We met some people. Yeah, we did. On the shuttle. Yeah, we did. Uh, a lot of older. Yes. Couples. Yes. Some that danced a pole. Yes. On the bus. All very drunk. Oh my God. Yeah. They were, I mean, we were drunk. They were yeah. drunk. Yeah. Um, but all, but you made a bestie I, in Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> so in this hotel that we stayed in, there was a manager. I'm not going to say her real name. Cause I, I don't even remember it. It's Jessica. Oh, okay. Apparently I'm going to say her name. <laughs> um, and the hotel, luckily for me, um, sold bottles of my very favorite wine. Yeah. So Jamie Williams in an act of solidarity. Uh, solidarity. <laughs> I was going to say sobriety, but that Not wasn't that it. word. Yes. That solidarity. would be incorrect. Um, got himself a bottle of booze and would sit down with me and drink in the evenings. We'd have a couple cocktails before we go to bed. Mark started joining us with this and Jessica became our BF. Yes. She <sighs> learned all about wine from the Olive Garden, <laughs> which Good for her. Yes. Good for her. But we started calling her our sommelier. Yes. Because she was, she knew that white wines go with chicken and fish and red <laughs> wines go with meat. Um, <laughs> Which you can fucking Google. Mm -hmm. But she, so Friday nights were uh, like employee cocktail night. Yeah. Yeah. You asked your bartender to make a drink. Yeah. You asked them, they'd make you whatever you wanted. Yeah. She had a book. <laughs> And in the book, she wrote down the recipe for screwdriver, a screwdriver, <laughs> a screwdriver. She handed me that book because I was like, Hey, I want to know what drinks are on special tonight. What, like, what are you going to, well, I have this book and I'm like, okay, let me see it. I know. But I'm like, and, and I, I, it, I could not comprehend that this is the book of cocktails. Right. right. And it's all handwritten. And it's a hand in yeah. pink. Yeah, I, like in weird, different I, colored like I'm like, I'm like, where's the menu? She's yeah, like, it's oh, no, my there book. Is no, there is no menu. It's my book. Yeah. That's all you, that's all yeah. you have is my book. I really felt like this hotel was being managed by a 22-year-old. It 100% was managed that by was, a 22-year-old. Yeah, that it was just like flying by the seat of their pants. 100%. And so I'm flipping through this book and she's like, well, it's missing one page because I had a client that really liked, or a customer, whatever she called him, that really liked it and they tore it out. And I was like. Oh, what? That's weird. That's weird because you have the recipe for a fucking screwdriver, screwdriver in here. Bitch, it's orange juice and vodka. I know. But I will say, so on the very last night of our trip, as you probably can hear, we did not necessarily take the best care of ourselves. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> we we weren't eating great. We yeah. weren't, you yeah. know, hydrating. We'd like also we gotten I was sunburnt beyond a doubt oh, on that Sunday. The last day we yeah. went to a Titans game and all of us were burnt yes. to a crisp. Yeah. I still have a gorgeous tan. Did you notice? I, oh, yes, bitch. I'm looking at it. I'm starting to finally peel. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so we, that very last day, we went to dinner. And we'll say that Nicole and my husband, Mark, 
got so sick. Mm-hmm. Sick yeah. as a dog. Yeah. Like we couldn't get back it to the It finally caught, us to, caught up to us. Yeah. If you know me, the last thing I can handle is vomit. I cannot <laughs> handle it. I'll freak the fuck out. I, I cannot do it. Yeah. So I left the room. I, I, yeah. I bounced. Yeah. Quickly went to the lobby. And I proceeded to have the most interesting evening by myself. Okay, I have not heard this story because Jamie went up with me because I was feeling so shitty. That's right. He apparently can handle it. I was like, let me know. And I actually didn't end up vomiting that night, but I was in the bed with the shakes and the whole fucking nine yards. It was miserable. I think Mark did. I think Mark got sick sick. Yeah. Well, and what's even worse is you two both have seafood. At the restaurant. Yeah, we did. Like, Cause I, he, yeah, because I had shrimp and he had that fish. Yeah. That's right. You both had yeah. seafood. So I don't know if that's it or oh, not. Oh, fucking probably. I know. Yeah. So I, on the other hand, so all I had planned for was to have a glass of wine downstairs by myself, look through my emails, my work yeah. emails. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. As I'm sitting there, Jessica joins me because <sighs> of course she does. Uh-huh. We also had befriended this couple who was older and they're on vacation. Okay. So they sat down with us and this other couple who were remarkably attractive. Oh. But who also, I'm pretty sure, would have taken any of us back to their hotel room with them. Shut up. And I mean, me, Jessica, the old guy, the old lady, didn't matter. I think any of us. I think all three of us oh, could have gone back. Oh my with god! Two. I cannot believe I missed this. I I've I've not seen such a thing in my life. Oh my god! So at this point, I order a bottle because because yeah, you're like fuck it, fuck yeah. it. I'm yeah. in, in yeah. for a penny and for a pound. Yeah, I am here. Yeah. I've got to see what happens. Yes. So not only do I stay and like drink yeah. myself, silly, while we're all like becoming besties. And yeah. Yeah. Whatever. But then another lady comes in. Oh, sweet Jesus. Who <laughs> she is there to perform because she's going to be famous. Oh, is that right? Yes. In what? S- uh, singing. So okay. then she gives us all like cards so that we can all go out to YouTube. Was she staying at the hotel? She she was staying at the hotel. Okay. So clearly she was really famous because, you know, our hotel was. <laughs> I mean, high end. High end. Yeah. And and so at one point, there's like six of us sitting around the bar while Jessica is feeding mm, us drinks. Okay. This is where I just like, okay, I've made a wrong decision with my life. <laughs> I got to get off this train. I've got to get off this train. <laughs> I'm going to end up. In, in a in a place that yes. I don't want to be on. Yes. This is, I, I, you, I don't know if you've ever had one of those existential moments, but that was the moment You're that like, I was yeah, like. You're like, yeah, I have to make a decision that is correct right now. We're done. Yeah. Luckily, my husband texted and was like, it's safe to come back up to the room. So oh. that was when I left. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But Jessica did teach us, eat a spoonful of peanut, peanut butter. butter. That's right. If you get the hiccups. It, 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 and it that cured your hiccups every time. It yeah. sure did. Yeah. Because- that's all I do anymore is hiccup. is hiccup. But I, I'm dying now to wonder how the rest of their night went. I'm dying. If Jessica and her tongue ring went back up to the hotel room with that couple. Well, because she's the one that pointed out that she thought they were hot in the first place. Because at first I was like, I was over on like where uh-huh. we ate breakfast, you yeah, know? Yeah, and yeah. Were, I was just in a two seater. Yeah. And I like the TV was on or whatever. And I had my phone. Well, they sat down at the bar. Jess was sitting with me and she's like, oh, look at this hot couple and got up to serve them. Oh. And so, and they're like, come oh. on over. Yeah. Then we all came over. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So Mark, yeah. you had a little bit of competition. That That's night right. That's right. With the couple. Yeah. But alas, 
You made you I stayed got true. yourself out of there. That's I right. Did. God. I stayed true. What a good woman you are. Can you imagine? Can you can you imagine if the old couple went up with the young couple? Oh. <laughs> oh God. Well, that was the other thing. Like I I was pretty sure that first group on the shuttle, they were all swingers. Oh God, yeah. And so the way they were talking to each the other. The way they were talking yeah. to each other kind of indicated that yeah. they had all seen each other naked at least. Yes. And and probably a done various things to yes. themselves not that i have anything wrong with no. swingers everybody Everyone, do yes whatever do makes you, you happy everybody's a consenting adult you That's do what you want a hundred percent yeah but definitely questioning my lifestyle choices yeah i'm going back up to the room yeah yeah this is getting ready we're on a slippery fucking slope <laughs> i gotta a, i gotta weird. exit stage race yeah, gotta go yeah so yeah, that was my solo Nashville. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, that was my solo Nashville story. Oh damn! That you were sadly too sick I, to enjoy. Yeah, did not get to be a part of that. I really would have liked to have you guys to have been there. Oh yeah. Although in it that would case, not have gone nearly the way that it. You did never know. For you. Oh, you never know. Oh god. You never know. Yeah. You. In all fairness, well, yeah. You never know. <laughs> you never know. All right. Well, thank you all for listening for this long. Hopefully you enjoyed our look back on National Lampoon's Vacation. Um, Definitely one of the funniest movies out there. If you have not seen it, I highly recommend it for sure. Um, Also, please go check out our new website, ourpoorfriends.com. Yeah. You can email us now at jamie at ourpoorfriends.com or check out our Facebook site, Podcast Insiders, our poor friends podcast. Oh, we're yeah. just gonna have to change the name of that. At some okay, point. so it rolls off better. Yeah, because okay. obviously I can't get it. <laughs> I'm definitely too dumb. So at some point I will change the name. Uh, Nicole and I are also contemplating a move into videos. Yeah, and posting something on YouTube. Yeah. So at so you can some see point, us while we're doing this. That's right. So just as an FYI, that might be coming later on the season. Yeah. Um. Future episodes will include a uh, review of Little Women. Yeah. We did a review of Quentin Tarantino movies. Yeah. And we have a bracket challenge for the best Halloween, Halloween. movie. Yeah. So that will be coming out in a few weeks as well. So definitely check us out um, and let us know what you think. If you guys have any other ideas, feel free to post it on our Facebook page or you can comment on our website or you can get on our Instagram page and put something there as well. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys. Yeah. Welcome to season two. That's right. Have a lovely evening. Yeah. Bye. Bye.